We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That time once again for Nature Notes with our natural friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by By the Yard. Check out uh, ByTheYard.net. And uh, let's see. Cardinal Corner. Yes, our friends there, Lee and Pam. We're going to hear from Jim in just a moment. I want to talk a little bit with some information from Lee and Pam. After Christmas sale is on right now, you're going to find savings throughout that store. And keep in mind, Cardinal Corner is not just bird feeders and bird seed either. Lee and Pam, Amy, great taste uh, the ladies have. They're filled. Their stores are beautiful jewelry, purses, scarves, kitchen items, home decor, books, wind chimes, so much more. Uh, beautiful items, very unusual selection of bird feeders, too. Bird baths, bird houses, not only items made in the USA, but made right here in Minnesota. And the freshest bird seed you will find anywhere. Remember now that after Christmas sale is on now at Cardinal Corner. I hope you stop in at Sealy and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler, and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. You can call them, 651-455-6556. Or visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find the Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Well, good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. It is officially 27 in the Twin Cities. 27, all right. We've got 26 here. Overcast, light east winds. Kind of tells us something's going to happen. Here in the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. And I, I was just standing outside our, our home just, just about three minutes ago. Great horned owl was hooting uh, right near our house. That's a great sound. Yeah, I didn't hear the other one. Oftentimes I hear this duet hooting back and forth, but I, I, I couldn't hear the other one. Uh, Sandy and I, are, of course, are looking forward to hosting the trip to France next August 3rd to the 12th. You know, to Normandy, um, Paris, um, Loire Valley, oh, Loire Valley, uh, Monet's Gardens, at Giverny, all these and much more. But the trip is planned by Michael Kenny, and you know Michael, and he does a great job. Fantastic. Yes, and you've been with him on, on several trips. Many trips. He's had to put up with me for a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too. But anyway, it's defineddestinations.com or call 651-398. Nine three five eight. Sunrise today seven fifty one, and sunset four forty seven. So today in the Twin Cities area we have eight hours fifty six minutes of daylight. So as of today we have gained six minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of ten minutes since the winter solstice on December twenty first. On the, I should say, the normal high for day is 23, normal low 8. And boy, we've experienced some warm weather. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, records for today, January 6th in the Twin Cities, uh, record high 49, 
said 119 years ago, that would be 1900, so 49 is the record high. Record low, minus 27, that was said 107 years ago in 1912. The most snow that's ever fallen on this date on the Twin Cities, recorded history, 5.2 inches, 87 years ago, 1932. We have uh, one day past new moon, and uh, so the moon rises 8.15 this morning and sets in the southwest at 5.32. That's 45 minutes after sunset this afternoon. According to climatologists, two or more consecutive days above freezing in January equals a January thaw, like we across Minnesota experienced the last two or three days, depending upon where you are. Um, Minneapolis, or the, I should say the Twin Cities at, at the airport, um, had a high of 41 on Thursday, Friday 47, and yesterday 47. Mark Seeley a uh, climate historian uh, who retired recently from the University of Minnesota says that since 1948, the odds of two or more consecutive days above 32 degrees in January in the Twin Cities, the odds are 91%. Uh, so, so January thaws are not rare. What is rare, though, is breaking an all-time record high uh, for the Twin Cities, like we did on Friday the 4th, with a high of 47. The old record was 41. Uh, well, yeah, 41 set in 1898 and again in 2007. Colonel Josiah Snelling began keeping records of the high and low temperature readings 200 years ago now, 1819 at Fort Snelling. So we have really good records for the the Twin Cities area. Seed and plant catalogs have been arriving in mailboxes, and many Minnesotans relish the opportunity to begin planning for the upcoming gardening season. Eastern cottontail rabbits feed on the bark of sumac shrubs and other woody plants sticking up above the snow. We have a couple of these rabbits coming to our feeding station starting about oh, 15, 20 minutes after sunset. They eat cracked corn, I scatter on the ground. Usually when they come, a few cardinals are still there on the ground, also eating cracked corn. A gray squirrel can eat up to 40 pounds of acorns in one winter. The acorns are found in the ground by odor alone. Imagine being able to go into your freezer, <laughs> <laughs> close your eyes, and just sniff, and then pick out something. That's always amazed me, to watch <laughs> those critters. That's what gray yeah. squirrels are doing. Uh, European starlings, cedar waxwings, and American robins are now relishing and have this been all winter, uh, the crab apple trees. Discarded Christmas holiday trees can be put outside next to feeders to give chickadees and other visitors a safe place to perch and offer some protection from the wind. In some parts of northern Minnesota, rough grouse dive into powdery snow to keep warm at night and timber wolves travel on the wind-packed snow of northern lakes. I just, I love to see that. I've seen tracks, but I've never actually seen the wolves walking across the lake. I, I need to talk about uh, lake ice. Sure. 
Re- remember, uh, no ice should be considered completely safe. It takes at least four inches of new solid ice in contact with stationary. That means water over like a lake or a pond, not, not a stream or, or a river. Uh, so these four inches over stationary water for safe walking on, you know, ice fishing and skating. Snowmobile requires six inches, eight to 12 for a car, 12 to 15, the DNR says, for a pickup truck. You don't want to fall through the ice, cold water saps body heat 25 times faster than air of the same temperature. In 32 degree water, a person will, has about 15 minutes before losing consciousness. I'm giving, I'm going to give some of the ice sickness reports, but remember, we have had some warm winter days, even close to an inch of rain in many areas on December 27th. In some lakes, Canada geese, schools of fish, and other animals have kept spots open or partly open. Paul Grusing, who lives south of Fairmont in Martin County, has been ice fishing on Wilmert Lake and Bud Lake. These are two lakes just south of, of Fairmont. Ice is mostly 8 to 11 inches thick. Bluegills, crappies, yellow bass are some of the fish that have been biting. Uh, ben Mace, I called him yesterday at the Intown Marina, that's on the south end of Lake Waconia here in Carver County, reports that they have taken, you know, ice sickness um, counts and or, you know, and they go test the ice, but mostly in areas where a lot of people are ice fishing. And it's been between 12 and a half and 16 and a half inches of ice. There are springs in the eastern part of the lake, pressure ridges near the shorelines. So be careful when you go after try to fish for northern pike and sunfish that have been biting during the day and crappies in the evening and walleyes over the night time. If you're a new fisher person uh, to Lake Waconia or just need information on ice conditions, just visit the Intown Marine. It's right in downtown Waconia. Mike Check from Pequot Lakes was actually out in his fish house on Sibley Lake, that's um, just right on on the edge of the town of Pequot Lakes, at Sibley Lake. Northern, he was northern pike fishing, and when I talked to him, I talked to him on amateur radio. He's in his fish house talking on the radio and fishing at the same time. And this is just on Friday afternoon. He said the ice was 13 inches thick. Bob Lindbergh from Duluth reports that nearby a Caribou Lake, I had ice. 14 to 16 inches thick. And Don Fuller from Rainier reports that on Rainy Lake, that's on the Canadian border, ice 11 and a half inches thick Friday afternoon. I was talking to him on the radio, and he went right out and drilled a hole in the ice and said 11 and a half inches. That was kind of neat. Art and Barb Straub from Lesseur report that uh, the male Baltimore was still coming to the local feeding station this past Thursday the 3rd. Uh, Art and Barb took part in the Nye Center Chris's Bird Count from the Henderson Lesseur area on December 15th, and now they have most of the reports in. I think it's a final report. 60, that's 60 observers, found 46 species, including 250 wild turkeys, 
204 dark-eyed juncos, 193 black-capped chickadees, 124 northern cardinals, 99 downy woodpeckers, 26 snow buntings, three rose-breasted grosbeaks, a great blue heron, and, of course, that Baltimore Oriole. John Edwardson from New London spotted a pine martin. That's kind of rare in, in, in more in the southern part of Minnesota, well, central part. But um, and that was not far from, his, from the town in New London. He spotted that uh, pine martin just this past Friday. Mary Brisland from Luton reports that yesterday they had sunny skies and 36 degrees, and it was the day of the annual Norpine fat bike race. These are the bikes with the real thick tires. Last year for the race, this is on the same weekend, temperature was minus 25. This year, the Luton area um, had a foot of snow in November, two feet of snow in December, and they're expecting another foot of snow tonight into tomorrow. They have between 30 and 60 inches of snow on the runs at Luton Mountains, and the local cross-country scales are, trails are broomed, groomed beautifully, speaking too fast. 4.40 each afternoon, just like clockwork. Um, Mary is out, you know, are just looking out the window, and a barred owl appears in their yard. And the reason the barred owl comes is because she collects chicken scraps from a local meat market and puts them out, and the barred owl comes with these chicken scraps. Yeah, it's so, so neat. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Fairbolt were walking on a trail at the Riverbend Nature Center on Thursday, January 3rd, when they heard the first of year Northern Cardinals singing the What Cheer, Cheer, Cheer song. It's a whistled song, just a neat song. We, I, I don't normally hear it till a little later in January, but they heard it January 3rd. So far uh, into the new year, Tom has seen 43 species of birds in the Fairbold area. Yesterday along the Cannon River, he saw 19 trumpeter swans in an open spot by Lake Sakata, a common golden eye and a common merganser at Wells Lake, and hundreds, maybe a thousand or more, Canada geese, and lots of mallards in open water spots, spots along the Cannon River. Paul England from Bloomington took part in four of the 80 Christmas bird counts held in Minnesota. Um, this is part of the 119th Audubon Christmas bird counts uh, that took place between December 14th and January 5th. Local counts are one, just held one day between those two dates. And um, in an area 15 miles wide diameter, it's a circular area, 15 miles in diameter. And there are there were over 2,000 counts in the USA, over 400 in Canada, and counts in many other countries. But Paul England was the co compiler for a count centered on the city of Cottonwood. That's in southern Minnesota. And he's been doing this for 52 years. They had six observers this year, and they found 38 species, including 1,767 individual birds. I'll just read it, just a, a few of them. 91 Eurasian collared doves, 81 black-capped chickadees, 29 brown creepers, 
eight red-breasted nuthatches. Now, I should say that the brown creepers and the red-breasted nuthatches are visitors from the north. Could have been northern Minnesota or way up into Canada, but they're here in the southern part of the state for the winter. They did see one swamp sparrow and one great blue heron. Paul England, 97th, 17th, was on the Loch Leparo count. That's near Myland and Dawson and, of course, along um, uh, Loch Leparo, the lake there. Nine observers counted 3,154 birds, 47 species, and a couple of highlights, 1,300 Canada geese. I thought, Paul, that's really a big number. He said no. He said in, in, two, in 2003, they estimated 111,000 Canada geese. There was much more open water. This year on the Christmas bird count, they counted 32 ringneck pheasants. But the very best over the years was 372 ringneck pheasants. They also observed this year 128 American robins, 19 brown creepers, and one great blue heron. That's the Loch Leparo count. Paul also took part in Lamberton and Marshall counts. They also saw red-breasted nuthatches and brown creepers. Do we have time for a little more? Sure we... do, yes. Okay, I've got to grab my notes here. Well, you know, while you're doing that, Jim, I want to. Yeah. we just got a couple of text messages you might find oh, interesting. Great. Uh, here's one that says, our adult son, who's a biology teacher, took his dog out behind our house in rural Prescott. It was last weekend after dark. Saw a very large animal lumbering away into the woods. He was sure it was a bear, but aren't they hibernating now? Yes, but they can wake up. We had some warm temperatures, so yeah. maybe so. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm i sure he saw it. You know, it, it can happen. All right. Very good. That's right. You know, when you're out in the woods and you think there's this nice big rock you're going to sit on, you know, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Could be a bear. It could be a sleeping bear and you oh, could wake it up. My goodness. Don't do that. Well, <laughs> yeah. what else do you have here in the well, next minute or so? Jerry Gray said uh, yesterday I saw a sharpshing hawk that took a barn pigeon there, also called rock doves, at his feeding station in rural Winstead. He also, he, Jerry Gray, by the way, is a retired wildlife biologist from Winstead. And he. Bald eagles are still around, and that was not commonly seen even a few years ago. He saw a pair of trumpeter swans, and he commented on that too. That's something you wouldn't you wouldn't see a few years ago. He saw the pair on a little open area in Winstead Lake. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live in, in Faribault, um, report uh, Ray saw 30 snow buntings on a, a county road just west of, of Northfield, on Wednesday, Marlene heard um, her first of the year uh, Phoebe call the black capped chickadee on Friday. And they, in the last couple of days, have had honeybees out sunning and out on cleansing flights. Now, this happens because the bees uh, do not defecate in their hives, but want to get outside and uh, do their job and then come back to the hive. They still have couple flickers around and 13 species of birds coming to their feeding station. Diane and Dave Herring have been ice fishing lately and commenting on the beautiful, beautiful, fiery sunsets they've seen. January 3rd, they saw it on uh, last Sunday on the, on the 30th. They said the dark sky lately has made star watching, looking for constellations, just great. 
They said a bald eagle came to eat. They had been cleaning fish and put out whatever was left out into the field not too far from their home. A bald eagle came in uh, to eat and left its tracks in the snow. First time they'd seen bald eagle tracks in the snow. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, before we go, Jim, a texture yeah. just uh, heard the uh, Cardinals singing. Uh, uh, it was... Uh, Where? It was, let's see, to, 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 to South Minneapolis. How about and that? that? Was this morning? Yeah. How about oh, that? Oh, how about that? <laughs> wow. It's very, and it's barely getting getting light. How about but that? That's, that's Cardinals. Cardinals are one of the first birds at feeding stations. Oftentimes come half hour before sunrise. How about that? Well, Jim, would you yeah. let's let's talk more next week. What do you say? Look forward to it. All Bye right. for now. Have a good week. Thank you, Jim. You Jim too. Gilbert back next Sunday morning with more Nature Notes here on News Talk 830 WCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.